You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast. I'm your host, Too Loud TX, and here with me today, the one that's heading to E3 this week, Mr. Monster D-Face. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? Yep, busy week ahead of us, uh, ready for travels. Hopefully, we have no delays. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That travel, you guys know that's the biggest headache, but yeah, excited. Excited to go to E3. Is, and, this, uh, is this your first E3? Fortnite. This will be my first E3. I've been to all kinds of PAXs, you know, other kinds of cons with my right. first ever E3, so pretty hype. Dude, super excited for you. I know it's going to be a blast. Uh, you want to tell a little bit about like what you're actually going to be doing there? Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess, you know, the, the cat's out the bag, right? Out the right. hat. Right. Uh, I, I've been working with Fnatic on some stuff. And uh, yeah, this will be our first collaborative, uh, you know, kind of mission. You want to call it that? We'll, we'll have some fun. I'll be hosting out there at uh, E3 at the DX Racer booth for anyone that's going to be around. It's actually, they're going to be fishing for talent. So if you think you got what it takes to... Uh, you know, maybe come on and, and have some fun at land, just have a little tourney right. there. Um, you can play on and maybe, you know, catch the eyes of Fnatic Gaming. So who knows? Yeah. But I'll be there hosting with, a, with another pro player. His name is Etnex. So it should be pretty awesome. Yeah, it'd be pretty, it'd be pretty baller. That's for sure to check it out. If you guys want, uh, I'm going to put a link down in the show notes so you guys can check that out as well. Uh, it is a tryout for Fnatic Fortnite. One solo game, one life, one chance. And they say, uh, obviously, as, as Monster said, come show us your build skills, your kills, and get the win. Prove to us that you're a Fortnite captain. So Ednick's going to be there. And he, uh, you know, he, he, they, want, they, want, they want you to show off you know, to him, you know, your skill level. They got uh, three times. It looks like it's going to be Tuesday, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Wednesday, 12 a.m. to 2 p.m. Thursday, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And there's some prizes, too. They're going to be giving out yeah, some prizes. Yeah, they're actually... They're actually going to give away some cool prizes. So you'll get prizes for catching kills and score. So I don't know if you guys know, but like at the end of the game, you press your, um, I think if you press like V for match stats or M for match stats, you'll see a, like a point system. So they're actually going to give away keyboards, uh, some mouse stuff, some mouse pads, other cool things like that just for playing. So just playing, you might get yourself some stuff outside of, of course, you know, the, the pressure of being there and, you know, one shot takes all. So we'll see. It's going to be really fun. I like it. At the bottom, it says hosted by Monster D-Face. That's right. There we go. There, huh? there we go. <laughs> oh, boy, making moves. Well, man, I hope you have a great trip. It's going to be a blast. I know. I can't wait to see, you know, obviously all the Twitter stuff you'll be putting out and all the other, uh, you know, experiences you'll get to have while you're there. Oh, yeah. E3 is oh, a blast. Yeah. Uh, I've been a couple of times. my camera. It's been insane. Record, hopefully question some people, do all that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. So bring us, bring us back some news, man, for sure. Uh, obviously, uh, guys, this show is brought to you by Deserto.com, uh, where you can check out all the latest news on for Fortnite. Uh, if you want to be part of our Discord community, please feel free. We do the uh, right now. We moved our our community nights to Saturday nights, so you guys can go and play with the community, play with me uh, on Saturday nights as well. If you're on PS4, uh, and you can subscribe, obviously, to uh, the Deserto uh, Fortnite uh, YouTube channel, and also don't forget Monster D Faces YouTube channel for obviously every day tips and tricks Fortnite on the youtube and uh dash radio man it's been a blast got some great feedback last week that you guys have been enjoying it on dash radio if you're listening from there thank you, thank you thank so you. much for tuning in it has been a blast to be part of the the dash radio family so thank you so much for your support well we have a very special guest with us today as we always have special guests but this one uh this one's really fun because you play a lot with him 
right? And you guys have a lot, have a lot, have a lot of good times, you know, scrubbing and taking out, taking out people and working on different things together as far as strategy goes and teamwork goes. So That's let's right. go ahead and jump over and get to know a little bit about our guest, Exotic Chaotic. So he is a 22-year-old professional Fortnite player with almost 200,000 views on Twitch, over 3,000 subs on YouTube. Uh, I think you have like 300 subs on, on, tw on Twitch as well. Uh, yes, he has, he has been a grandmaster in Starcraft too. And if you guys don't know what that is, it's extremely hard to do, uh, and, and, and not Very an easy task. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Very old top 200 legend in, in Hearthstone and royalty in H1Z1, the man himself, exotic chaotic. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How you doing today? Good, man. Doing good. Glad to have you here, man. So, so tell us a little bit about like how you got into uh, obviously where you are today. You, you, you know, I know one of the big things right. you always talk about is you got a two-year-old, right? Is it how old yes, is he? Sir. Is he two? Well, uh, he's three. He's three now, and uh, and yes, so sir. we share we share that because I have one as well uh, that just turned four. Uh, but tell me a little bit about like what where are you at? What's going on right now in the in the world of exotic chaotic? Well. Right now in the world of Exotic Kid, we got like, we got viewer scrims going. We got uh, a little couple things going. I'm hoping like in the future, I can get some more tournaments in. As you know, I've been to like Ninja Vegas. I've been to uh, a couple events and stuff like that, that I would like to get more into if I can get, you know, myself out there and stuff like right. that. But right now it's just, uh, it's all about like hosting my viewer scrims on the uh, weekends and stuff like that. And pretty much just grinding out during the week. So I mentioned all the other games that you've been part of, right? You've grinded those Correct. games as well. How, so how was like going through, and I know you're also a guitar player and you mentioned, I think on, on one of your bios, I was reading uh, that, you know, at one time you'd try to pursue playing guitar in a garage band, right? In a, in a band yeah. and that yeah. didn't work out for you. And, and now, no. and now you pursued your gaming career. Um, and, yes. but why, why lead to Fortnite through all of that? Like how was that journey, you know, growing up and going through you know, hey i'm gonna be a guitar player okay i'm gonna be a gamer and now i'm gonna play all these other games and now i'm gonna settle in fortnite well the journey all of course started with the music right we uh i had a couple friends that were musicians right and it was, it was very i looked up to them they were like you know they they always had a blast doing it and stuff like that and i, I guess at the time like what really got me into music was of course there's always this girl right who likes music oh so, yeah yeah oh yeah so guess who guess who Guess who gets into music, right? And uh, of course, that 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 didn't end up working out. But I did end up getting the talent, so I decided to focus on music. I found a passion for it, and so I live in South Carolina, right, middle of nowhere. So it's very hard to find a lot of musical talent out here. So I did the best I could with a lot of my friends. We had a lot of fun, but I don't think it ever really picked off. I wanted to be a singer, but uh, I'm gonna tell you, man, I can't sing, dude, as much as I wanted to. <laughs> I tried, man. I tried. broke a couple glasses here and there. So, yeah, years, <laughs> a little, you know. But I still, I still, I still move on with the uh, the music. It's still a big part of my life. I uh, recently have been like revamping a lot of my guitars and stuff, and practicing off stream and stuff like that, and moving into it. But uh, eventually, I decided I wanted to be, you know, someone on the internet that did videos and stuff. I guess at that time when I was doing music stuff, I watched this guy named Markiplier. I'm sure a lot of people know who that is, but he was a YouTuber. And it kind of encouraged me that uh, 
you know, I didn't really feel like I fit anywhere else except for gaming because I had a really strong passion for gaming. So I ended up starting with uh, YouTube. I did YouTube for like, I did Let's Plays and stuff like that for about eight months before someone introduced me to Twitch. And that's when things got real interesting. I, I really found my passion in Twitch. I think I lost my passion in making YouTube videos along the way, but found such a strong passion in just the live communication and playing, which right. started with H1Z1. Right. So I invested a lot into H1Z1, ended up not liking, I guess, what the devs were doing with the game, was looking for another game to play. And around that time, Fortnite appeared. I think I bought it the midnight release of the PVE. And I played it for like a week or two. Got off it for a little bit, kept bouncing between H1, finding a hard way to, you know, get the viewers I did have to move into Fortnite. And then the Battle Royale came out, got into that, started buying all the skins and just, you know, ended up all the way here where I met with Fortnite, found a strong passion for it and started chasing tournaments and stuff. Yeah, that I mean, obviously balancing multiple areas of content creation is a tough thing anyways. Uh, but oh, yeah. I think I think, you, you know, and you can speak to this monster probably, but. Uh, having the interaction on Twitch is is a, a completely different thing than reading comments on videos, right? Right. That's and what I really found interesting. It's a whole other. Yeah, and then you have you have the interaction of the social aspect of gaming, anyways, that we all love, and now you, right. you're getting to experience on Twitch. So I I know I know from talking to obviously many streamers that we talk to that that is a I mean that's probably one of the things that gets you guys up every day, right? Is going into I mean. I'm, I, every, time I, every time I come into your stream, and you did the same thing this morning when I was watching Exotic, but uh, every time I go into Monster's stream, he's sitting there with his coffee, you know, in the morning, answering <laughs> the questions, you know. I think, I think uh, you know, <clears throat> when you get into broadcasting, uh, you really get into a rhythm, and, you know, it, it becomes, it, it's not a, a chore or a job, it's more of like a routine, really. Right. For me, right. it's a routine. Like, my day's not really the same if I'm not, you know, doing X, Y, Z, it really does become a routine. And I, I don't know, it, tr streaming is definitely a very interesting um, experience for sure. Right. Yeah. By, by routine. Uh, it's just, it's like, it's, I don't think I've ever missed a day of streaming unless I was like moving. I don't think I have. It's just, I live for that routine, dude. I live for that viewer interaction. When you start up that stream and you see those first five people say hi, it just, they, they really put a spark in your life, man. That's the word, the lifestyle. It becomes literally a lifestyle. Right, yeah, right. It's, yeah. It's, 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 really, it's really a lifestyle. So, um, yeah, yeah. That, that's, what, that's what happens, I think, as you become a, a career cast, it really becomes a lifestyle. Yeah, I think it's interesting to watch people transform, too, as the longer you're in it, just like anything, right? I mean, I've been doing podcasting for five years, and I remember at the very beginning, I was basically reading a script, right? And, and you work <laughs> through it. Right. And, and so I think right, a, right, right. as a, as a beginner streamer, you might, you know, some of the things you might do is, you know, like overly over try to talk to people if you're, if that's your focus. Right. Or oh, it gets cringy, man. Right. Or, or just stuff. focus on your gameplay and you're not talking to and talking to your chat, you know, like obviously the obstacles that people battle. Um, and as you get into it and you feel the rhythm, uh, it's, I think you probably just like any other profession you have, you eventually go like, all right, I got this. I got I know this. How to, I know how to right. do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that yeah. feeling, you know? It is true. Uh, so so you, you come all this way. You, you obviously, like you said, you, you, started, you started getting into music because of girls, right? Uh, or a girl. Right. Didn't work out. Sorry about a, that. A, a girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, and they, they can lead Not us either. down. They can lead us down all types of paths. But obviously, uh, you, then you find your passion for gaming uh, and for Fortnite as well. 
how long how long have you been streaming to this point and 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 what is I want to talk about some of the obstacles that you have challenged you have faced as as yourself and you've actually put out a tweet a couple days ago about this but how long have you been streaming and what are what's like some of the obstacles you fight with daily So I started streaming April 28th it was uh last year so 20, 2017 so it's about been about a year and 2 months give or right. take so not too not not entirely too long but i've experienced a lot of obstacles and i guess my you know like my main obstacle was family and it didn't really start to catch up with me until recently so that's a whole other matter but it's just it, it became the balance between you know streaming and family and being a part of both you know what i mean like right. sometimes you when you find a little bit of success you sometimes get too distracted from like you know the real thing, you know, like your outside things, the things that are really important and stuff right, like that. And right, absolutely. Some of the some of the simpler problems was, I guess, like uh, you you always want to stream if you're if you're if you're out there and you're looking to be a streamer, you want to do it because you like to. Like we said, it's a lifestyle. You find you find that interest. You wake up. You live for the people who you know want to be there for you. Who you know stick their head out for you when you're you're going through a tough time, and that's what you want to be there for. You don't want to be there for that that two dollars you get from that same person every day or that you know right. that you know that guy that drops a hundred dollars you don't want to bow down you know, it's, it's like it, some people that have a hard time finding success in streaming i feel like focus too much on the money and not on the lifestyle like we talked about right so it's just some of the obstacles i faced was i guess you know viewer count that's, that's a simple obstacle that a lot of people face you know sometimes you have a really high viewer count and then sometimes you have a low viewer count and then you know you let that sometimes people let that affect the way they they think right. it doesn't matter how many people are there. Yeah, yeah. that, that no, one absolutely. person that's there. It's the same. You know, you want to give the same experience to everyone, no matter what. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, the only other thing I want to say on that is like, I know a lot of people are looking for hosts and stuff like that, but I think one of the worst obstacles I ever had that really, you know, obviously I'm still streaming. So obviously it didn't affect me that much, but like one of the biggest, like, like back in January, early this year, Ninja hosted my channel for 20 K viewers. That was insane. You know, when right. you're a small guy, I think I, I was averaging 10 viewers at the time. That was unbelievable to me. I thought, you know, it, you just had that high that you were, you, you were going to, you know, you'll be okay. I had a hundred viewers the next day, a hundred viewers the next day. I thought I was a hundred viewer streamer now. So, you know, I let the viewers, you know, I let, I let that be my concentration. And then of course the host wore off as the month went on and on and on. It went back down to what it normally was at 10. And I think, Personally, I, I let that, you know, at that time, I think that was one of my obstacles is I let that get myself down because I had a taste of like being success and my passion. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. And and I think I let that uh, I let that get to me for a little while. And then I, I got focused on the right thing, which was just being myself. And then I got back up there on my own. I, I, yep. I think that's that's awesome to hear like the real, you know, like a real situation and you being like completely genuine about how you, that feeling. Right. And going through that. Right. Um, I mean, monster, you've even experienced it on, on recently, right. On different levels. I, I, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've been a career caster for uh well over four years partnered on Twitch and obviously, um, my, my story. And I think every broadcast story is very different. So just to all the streamers out there or anyone interested in getting into this career or picking this up as a hobby, um, I would personally give you guys the advice of don't let the numbers affect you and don't, don't be attached to the numbers. Do it because you enjoy it. And people are going to naturally just become magnets to you and your personality and what you have to offer. But jumping into like my personal story, like 
I was a caster in the mobile gaming field and I was huge, had crazy numbers. And when Fortnite came out, I pursued my passion to break down really the audience that I already built. I spent years on right. and I, I, I gave it away because I wanted to pursue my next passion, which was now playing this builder, this shooter game, right? Which is completely different. So the amount of support that I quote unquote lost, but what I've gained in return has continued to be happiness and more success. Cause now look at me, you know, breaking down more walls and, and achieving new boundaries in this space. Why? Because I already understand that I have proven to myself that I can become and continue to be a great broadcaster, whatever game I want to be a part of or community. But it's because I know what I'm doing in this field, right? You just really just pursue yourself and, and just be yourself and you, re- you will stand out. You'll shine and you'll continue to find your own growth. And uh, you, you really should draw the line of yourself and tell yourself what is success. Don't let anyone else determine that for you. You shouldn't compare yourself to anyone else's growth pattern because everyone has a different journey. So yeah, just, just no. for the well, broadcast. I, I mean, you take, I, I think obviously the two, one, one big thing takeaway is both of you said it is, you know, be yourself enjoy what you're doing number one right and number two like i'll say is like don't think that ninja okay if you want to take the 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 you know person that streams for the most people on twitch every day during his last four or five years had some of these same exact feelings yeah right 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 uh and and he he's gone through some of the same up and downs everybody has and he just kept going and i think consistency consistency is is always is always preached right at these levels it's it's uh it's very relatable in the gaming community for sure right right and right. if i may if i may add on that it's uh anybody can stream i i think i've heard a lot of people that uh the way like what one of my viewers and stuff like that who just don't think they can do it i mean anybody can do it like it doesn't matter where you come from yeah. uh, a little small personal thing about my life is uh i grew up in a like 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 a very very strict private school right no no like any kind of like uh social skill building no any kind of like that i was a very you know awkward kid and by the time i turned nine i was diagnosed with autism right and i was uh you know i was in special ed until seventh grade i was made fun of i was bullied you know people said i would never amount to anything and it's just it doesn't matter who you are i got through it you know i don't use that as an excuse you know you you can you can stream if you want to stream i just want everybody you know who thinks they can't do it. There are people that have come from very, very dark pasts that can, you know, don't, they don't let it overcome them. You know right. what I mean? Determine don't who, those determine who you want to be, right? Let, let, let your right. decisions determine who you want to be. Don't let other people tell you what you can, where you're going to be. Well, uh, obviously the last thing I want to say on this is like, you guys support each other a lot, both of you guys. Uh, and you surround yeah. yourself around a support team of people. How important is it as you continue to grow as a content creator, whether it be on Twitch or wherever else, YouTube maybe, um, the culture of like having a support system and having other people in that field, how has that benefited both of you in your lives and in, and in your streaming careers? You, you want to go first, Exotic? or I, I You go this. first, Monta. Tell them yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. about our deep relationship. No, yeah, yeah. So like, uh, yeah, gaming is pretty awesome, man. It can bring together just anyone from you know any any part of the world so just a little history about exotic and i we obviously met through the fortnite community uh came across each other in game a few times at the time back then his in-game name was twitch exotic so i knew he was someone on twitch right so right. we automatically had that in common and then just again just through battling each other you know I, he kind of earned my respect because he was always putting up a good fight 
uh, whether, you know, win or loss. I think I won the first few battles. But, you know, just like that relationship, like if it just became full, I was like, oh man, exotic, chaotic, dude, that's that guy again, right? The Twitch guy said, he'll come in my chat, you know, GG and we'll, that's how we met each other. Right. And just pursuing that, that was the, you know, obviously the foundation of our um, relationship. But now we, you know, play scrims pretty much nightly on a competitive level. It's one of my teammates, for those of you guys out there who know of them or don't know of them. So we actually play together on, on a really a day-to-day basis. And yeah, I think it is very important to, uh, you know, attach yourself to other content creators and invest yourself in their communities because in turn, they'll, they'll do the same for you. And I, and I mean, I don't say that in a way to like expect anyone to, you know, support you on, you know, a community level like that, but it is very cool to have other peers in the field, right. To look over. Absolutely. And say, hey, dude, right. What do you think about this? Right. Cause we have all this stuff in common. We can talk about it. We can play together and, and it's just nice because this is, this is the gaming world, right? So you, you suddenly start to really make friends in the gaming for world. For sure, for and, sure. And it's all over the internet, which is crazy scary, right? You're never like, I don't get to shake his hand or anything. But like you best believe it, it's even person's like, hell yeah, right? You make a friend. Right. And um, it's a cool part about gaming, man. Fortnite. Right. So. The only thing I want to add on that is just don't restrict yourself, guys. There's, there's so many streamers out there. Don't be afraid when you're done streaming to just go out there and meet some more people, dude. The people that you run into the game, like, there are some people out there who can be like very aggressive and stuff like that. And it, you know, this is a friendly community. If yeah. you're a friendly person, I'm sure you'll make tons of friends. You know, I mean, like I said, I came from a background where I had no friends. All of my friends were made through my streaming career. Yeah. Like if some of you guys look at me and just go like, man, he has a lot of friends. I didn't <laughs> used to, I, yeah. I put myself out there. I, you know, you, you can meet tons of people and that's just, you know, most of what I want to add on to what monster, you know, said is just try and, Go out there and meet some more people. There's tons of people you can meet. Dude, I went to TwitchCon one year and it was like a freaking like frat party the whole time. Yeah. Like the <laughs> whole thing is like a frat party. Everybody loves each other. It was crazy. It was awesome. It's uh, awesome to see. It, it, it was it was a really cool experience. So I I want to talk a little bit about your channel and a couple quick things before we move on. Number one, you do a thing where you and you mentioned it earlier in the show where you have a Discord that you actually play with your viewers. You do viewer scrims. What, how, how often a week? I do it twice a week for 12 hours both day. Wow. And this is, I mean, this is, this is better than like pub level guys. If you want to get in that, you know, intermediate, like to going to play some pros like, uh, like exotic, you can, you can do this. Like you, you let anybody come in and do this, right? Anybody can play. There are even people from the pro scrim discord that Jayomok runs with the, uh, the rest of us that do the pro scrims. There are some people from there that come and play in them. Every Saturday and Sunday for 12 hours each day, anybody's welcome. All you got to do is join the Discord, and we run it, and you will it's, – it's mad good practice. Where like, can they – I was going to say, I, you'll, if you're looking for a challenge, you'll find one for sure. Yeah, you're, you're looking for a challenge. Like, it's, it's helped me a lot. Like, it's, it, it's a self-builder. Right. But it, if you want to know where the idea came from, I used to get asked all the time to do sub-games, 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 sub-games. And I just didn't want to do it because it got too stressful. I, just, right. I told, I was honest with my, my followers and I was like, guys, I want to, but I can't get around to everybody. It just, there's no real way to get around to everybody. And one day, one of my moderators, uh, his name's Esh, shout out to Esh. He uh, came up with the idea that instead of trying to squat up with everybody and get to everybody and stuff like that, we could all just as a community form this event where we could gather on weekends when everybody's out of school, when everybody has time. And just, I run it all day. So no matter what time zone you're in, you can play, you get a chance to play. We all just practice together. Yeah. Everybody improves. Everybody gets to technically play with me. You know what I mean? So that's really cool. A lot of cool people. You meet, and a lot of people have made friends through that. I've seen a lot of duos 
go between players that didn't have anything to do with each other before because they met each other through the viewer scripts, right. through fights and stuff. And I'll take highlights and upload those to YouTube. And it's just a big cycle for the community. So where can, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes. I'll grab it from you. But where else can they find this information from you? Well, there's, there's two main methods. Usually I just give the talk, you know, when someone asks about it, I just explain it, but you can come into the channel and just exclamation viewer scrims or exclamation discord. And there's always a moderator. There's always somebody online who can, you know, explain it to you, but it's, it's pretty straightforward. We just, you know, join discord and give a countdown. Everybody gets the three, two, one, go. And we hit and uh, queue together and go at it. Man, that's awesome. So guys, if you want to play, we get tons of emails. Tons of messages of, hey, I want to play in the pro scrim. Hey, you know, Monster keeps talking about this Discord. This is, an, this is one that is actually open and you guys can get into. So please, please, please go to Exotic Chaotic's channel. Join in on his Discord Saturdays and Sundays. I mean, all weekend. You guys can get in there and start playing with other people that are equal or better level uh, in most cases than what you're finding every single time when you, you know, go into a regular pub game. So... Definitely go into this and, and take advantage of this for everybody out there that wants to continue to grow their, their skill that keeps messaging us. Like, I, I, that's what I was really excited to talk about on this show because uh, we keep right. getting so many messages about it. Um, well, and that and is people that, can get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm sorry. And uh, I was going to say that uh, for those of you that are streaming who are having tr trouble trying to grow, it's a good place to get known too. On top of that, is what I was going to add. I heard you say something about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So, guys, take advantage of this. Uh, I'll put a link down in the show notes on that. Well, I I want to talk about one topic that you brought up today before we move on, and that is how casual players staying interested in Fortnite helps the pro scene. So basically, I, I see a lot of pro players complain about stuff like the jetpack and stuff like that. And I, I do agree. I, I'm not a big fan of the jetpack myself. Right. But there's something, being an H1Z1 player who was there from the beginning and watched the whole game fall apart, and a guy that just watched, you know, StarCraft. Like you said, I was a grandmaster in StarCraft. I would have been <laughs> playing that game forever if it was still around. But right. a lot of these games fall apart because they fail to realize something that the devs and people, the community for Fortnite realize is that the casual play player base matters too. You'll hear me complain every now and then on stream about something that only appeals to casual, but, you know, that's just me being me, right? There's, it's very important for casual players to stay interested with wacky and new items and stuff like that, because it just keeps, it keeps a healthy player base, right. which is healthy for the pro scene because the pro scene needs a healthy casual player base to have supporters, to have yep. viewers, to have excellent tournaments. So the casual player base is very important. They're just, it, it's, it's unbelievably important. I've seen way too many games fall apart because of it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like I said, just very healthy for the pro community to have these casual players. So I'm hoping maybe in the future we get like a casual and competitive mode for Fortnite. You know what I mean? Right. So they can kind of separate a little bit, but that's yeah, about I, what I think I, on it. I, I think, I think it's, it's really interesting that you say it because I think a lot of times that's forgotten because the small majority of people that keep playing a game are, you know, the higher level and their voice tends to be heard a lot more. Um, right. And, and, and I definitely agree with you in order to create fans and have, have more of a uh, footprint and keep that footprint growing. You have to have casual. It's like, um, you know, I, I feel like any BR game that comes out from here on out, if it, if it does not come out on console, you don't have a chance to take any of the Fortnite people, in my opinion. Like, you might, right. take, you might take a small percentage of the PC group, and, and, uh, and we've seen this past week, right? There's been another game that came out that, they that everybody's been playing a little bit on PC. But for the most part, like, it's not getting huge, huge movement as far as people moving over and playing it. 
because like the console, what you want to call maybe more casual people, right? They right. are there. If the game is not accessible to them, they're not going to be fans of it. Right. And that thing yeah, they're not going to have the interest. That's what they're, that, they're that strong. Yeah, that's yeah. what Fortnite's done so well. Not only did they come out on all platforms to begin with, they even added mobile very quickly, per se, you know. Very quick. To, to be able to go, like, this is everywhere, right? So, like, no matter how old you are, no matter what platform you're playing on, no matter what your lifestyle is, you can fit Fortnite in somehow, right? And, like, right. I, I think that's, that's, what's, that's what's so crazy about it and needing it's the casual super players. intelligent. So, I mean, uh, Monster, do you have anything to say on the, on the casual scene, on the casual players that that you know how they how they yeah, help yeah. the community um, yeah i can jump onto that I, I definitely do believe that uh, the player experience is extremely important and i would rather a dev team cater to the 99 percent than the one percent in all honesty because at the end of the day we all started picked up fortnite and stood on fortnite because you had fun that right. one or two times you decided no, to give it a shot so perfect if the next person that picks that game up and doesn't have fun you will never continue to grow or continue to at least you know stabilize a very healthy community that'll last the years to come right. you don't want a game and i'll unfortunately use h1s as an example back when i played h1 it was user-friendly to pick up and go and you know really just have fun with friends and it was the first crazy fast-paced taste of br you get on now, the movement's not the same. It feels sluggish. They've nerfed, you know, everything. Mechanics from, you know, the way the player crouches to the running speed to the jumping speed. It has really taken the game from what it was to something completely different. And it's because they tweaked and catered to every single flaw to make it so that it can be a competitive game. And, and it really lost sight. And that's what made the game not as fun. So right. I think I losing think, sight of fun can uh, so you, really, you know, negatively impact things in my opinion. Well, you said one point, like catering to make it more, you know, esports. It, it, it right? has to be like more, pick up and go. Right. If, and, if, if you cannot pick up and go, people are not going to stick around. Well, if I, mean, if I, I was going to say when you ahead. cater when you cater to the esports scene, right, and you're trying to tweak, you know, like for instance, we had that update right um, back in I want to say season two. Where it was all the all of a sudden they they dropped that that new firing mode right the new firing update right, right. And everybody in the pro scene was not happy ninja was very vocal nope. about it everybody yeah. was very and, and like it's gone away right like it's accepted now it's no problem and it, it is the game that we love and I feel like in Fortnite a lot of the pro players have come to the realization and that there's going to be some issues that you might have with the game. But like you said, overall, the game is fun, right? And right. overall, like... I mean, I, I can use a little bit of Fortnite history, uh, you know, to reference as well. If you think about the first time we played Fortnite and some of the nerfs that happened, these are all really positive nerfs if you look in the long run. So I'll rewind right. to when we first played Fortnite. When you aim down the scope with the sniper, it was instant. You can literally quick scope. The pump action shotgun had like infinite range and it was so <laughs> I remember that range. think about the balance, right? Let's use quotations here. The balance, you could sit in a three-story high and 200 pump with a pump shotgun from the top. And when they nerfed it, we we're like, oh, why'd you touch the pump? It was great. But think about it. That thing was broken, right? Yeah, so yeah. it was very right. The scope speed, the, the pull-out speed, it's really all part of a big balance that, yeah, on the surface we may not see. But that's what happens when you lose that pick up and go player base. If a new player today picked up Fortnite and those changes were still in the game, 
imagine what double pumping look would feel like <laughs> to new. They would not have fun. They'll get on and just get blazed every yep. time. Never have fun. Yeah. But because the balances slow things down, really pace it out so that players have to play smart. But you know, so you, you can still do your thing. There's a skill level there involved and invested in the career. Right. It's still a fun game. Yeah. But yeah. It's a fine balance between like keeping things fun and competitive and uh, keeping the skill base. And then just like, yeah, come on, this thing's kind of broken. We got to adjust that. Right. We got to be honest though. I do. I do. (laughs) I do miss being able to do 300,000 damage from like 40. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. I mean, first shot accuracy is a big one that was put in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But I mean, and that's because people complain so much about bloom. We found a healthy medium. Yeah. If you take the time to, you know, get the first shot, you know, you're going to, you know, have an impactful start to your fight depending on how you carry out, you know, their forwards to dictate how your fight goes. But yeah, you know, it's small changes that make, you know, happy mediums in these games and, and create a healthy player base. Well, speak of changes, Exotic, you've made a lot of changes throughout, obviously, your, your time being a streamer and playing different games, changing different games. So what is, what's, what's in sight for, for Exotic? What, what do you, what's the future hold for you? Kind of what, are, what are some of your plans? Are you talking to any teams to become a pro? You know, obviously you got monster over here playing with you every day. So maybe you can't tell all the right. secrets yet, but you know, I was it, about to say, I can't tell you everything. <laughs> there, there are some people I'm talking to. So the future looks good. Uh, as for, you know, other things like that, I do want to plan on going to TwitchCon. I do want to plan on being a part of hopefully a comeback for like a Ninja Vegas 19 and try and win two in a row. You know, I'm hoping there's something like that in the future because being out in Vegas was just exciting, dude. I've never been in a big city like that, but. The future is looking good. I'm going to work on growing my viewer scrims. Very important that I, you know, help the community learn to get better at the game and stuff like that. A welcoming place. I want to be more welcoming to just anybody that wants to get into Fortnite and stuff like that. Obviously grow the channel and stuff like that. Work on, you know, getting, you know, a more secure situation for my son and my girlfriend and my family and stuff like that. And the main focus I would have to say is, all in secret though because there's some <laughs> <laughs> talking to some people hopefully hopefully i'll be able to talk more about it soon but if uh things work out uh it's gonna look great well i know we're excited uh to, to see where you go to see where it leads you and obviously to keep pushing on 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 the Fortnite career uh and and i you know with a hundred million dollars being put in by epic hopefully it benefits every single person including yeah. you that we talked to on the money. show so well, let's go ahead and jump over to some community news and talk a little bit about the game itself. All right, so here we go. We got uh, this week, we had another, obviously, UMG Keenstar Fortnite tournament going on. And this one was very interesting and very fun to watch. I know even Monster, you put out a tweet. You you sat down for some of the yeah. final games, brother. You you got prepared <laughs> at night. Uh, and uh, we had, obviously, uh, this week we had FaZe Tifu and FaZe Cloaksy win again. Um, and yes, I said win again, which is just incredible. Uh, and But they took on Daquan and Camille's. And although Daquan and Camille's didn't win this, I thought it was very impressive they came out of the loser's bracket all the way to the final game. And they actually yeah. beat uh, Tfue and Cloaksy in the first match. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like a grudge match. That's what made it so crazy. So, like, uh, yeah. 
just to, to backtrack, I definitely was anticipating it. I was watching it, and then I noticed that they were about to go head to head. And uh, yeah, had, had all three monitors playing streams. I had all the first, I was doing it. I really enjoyed my uh, yeah my my evening, man. So shout out to the competition that's uh, being thrown around on Friday Fortnights. Really enjoy watching. Oh know, yeah, for sure. Players, you know, kind of go at it. So it was really awesome to watch. What about you, Exotic? Have you, have you are you able to catch these? Obviously, I know with the kids, it's a bit of a different story, but. Are you able to catch these? Uh, last week I did. The, la- the, the first one that uh, Tifu and uh, Cloaksy won, I was able to watch that one. I sat there with my son and watched it. But uh, I was busy uh, yesterday working on some family stuff, so I didn't get to catch it. Yeah, it, w- it, it was really crazy. The other, the other big news coming out of it was that Tifu actually donated all his earnings towards St. Jude's. Uh, if you guys did, did he really? He did. He yep. did. So That is awesome. If you guys don't know, obviously this uh, coming month in July is Guardian Con, which is a big event. A lot of communities are getting together in Florida and Tampa, where I'm going to be at as well. Uh, and they're raising money for St. Jude. They're trying to get, I believe we, we had um, uh, Professor Broman on. I think they're trying to get $2.4 million. The Fortnite community already, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I saw a, uh, I think they raised over $250,000, $300,000 the first time when we did the uh, they did like the little Fortnite for clips, clips for kids event. Um, That's and, crazy. And then they raised Ninja and uh, Lupo, Lupo d- sold shirts, which I have a, I have one all right the here. Shirts. All, all the work shirts yeah. right here. Yeah, all the work. And, Mine's being shipped, man. Yeah, I, I got <laughs> mine here. I think I want to say $800,000 total. Something crazy like so, that. Yeah, it was something it, crazy it, it like was, that. It, it was awesome. It was something nuts. So, like, all in all, the Fortnite community alone has already raised over a million dollars towards this yeah. $2.4 bucks, uh, which is, is insane. Um, and, and then Tifu goes and donates to it. Uh, but, yeah, all that's going to be going on. Guys, follow Guardian Con uh, if you want any more news about any of the, the viewings and tournaments and everything's going on. I'm sure Lupo and Ninja are all included in that as well. So you can definitely uh, follow them and, and if you're not already, and they'll have all that news coming out. Um, so I thought that was really cool. A couple of quick things that I saw that came out of the tournament I'm going to talk about real quick was Nick28T actually started reviving the wrong person. I don't know if you guys saw this. Monster, did you see this? Yeah, I, I did not. <laughs> I only heard about it when you brought it up, and it made me laugh. I didn't I didn't know that. So there's an that's article. Uh, uh, there's a nice, article. nice yep. fail right there. That's an awesome fail. <laughs> Dude, absolutely hilarious. He's like, like, his teammates, he's like, I'm picking you up. He's like, no, you're not picking me up. He's like, no, you're picking me up. And like, literally, before we could see it, like, the next thing we do, he's literally picking up the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is just so crazy. Uh, and obviously, as I think we get into more, you know, official tournaments, this type of thing won't be able to happen. Um, I, I, I do want to ask you guys, because this brings up a point, is this style of tournament something you would like to see Fortnite or Epic actually like push or are you interested in some other format do you like this format i I think a tournament like this is actually really fun it's fun for the viewers it's fun for the players right it may not be the most skill based if you want to say like that i mean obviously they're skilling killing people but like at a certain level it becomes like a matter of who can find who or how you strategize but i think as a battle royale as a whole i think that it's just it's more fun for the viewers it's more fun for the players i agree i think it's a good one to take i I would take the route it's not bad. Say, it, this this one, uh, this form of competition has definitely grown on me. At first, I was like, oh, man, come on. You can't call this a competition. Like, it's not a tournament. 
then, you know, as you get to watch it, you, you see the, the feuds go on and, and the head to heads and you know, a little bit of luck factor involved. It really does give anyone the opportunity to kind of come out on top and, and really make a name for themselves or at the very least, just at least make the scene look refreshing. Right. Cause you, you, you have these, it's like, like you said, like this is the fun in competition. It really is a fun competition. There's not uh, too much salt. It's not like, like skill-based, like you said. So this one's grown on me. I would like to continue to see this style of uh, tournament or competition in the future. I, I want it to stick around. It's a nice little taste of fun for like, you know, a weekend event that you can host from home or whatever, rather than like, you know, the crazy stress that go on in an actual pro setting, which are ridiculous. That's not as much fun as, you know, to watch, honestly, than it right. is to just, just kind of wall out on the, on the playing field. Well, and anything in, can happen. So. Yeah. In the current, like, in-game for, like, pro, pro scrims and stuff like that, all the, all the people are really watching is that circle close, and it just becomes a heel-off. Like, right, right. A lot of, a lot of no games wants to get eliminated. Uh, right. So it's like, that's what Monster and I are getting at. It's just, it's so much fun to watch. And fun it's to be a part of. It's different when it's placement versus a kill fest. It's so even more exciting. To, right. It's it's even more exciting to play like that. Yeah. You know, no, not everybody wants to turtle and you know play just for the win stuff. Like the kills are that's the fun, you know. I will say watching Tifu throw down three campfires and start healing himself at the end of a match <laughs> way outside the circle was super entertaining the other day, though. I was, I was like, that is so genius. It was ridiculous. But I will say one thing that was really exciting as well coming out of the tournament, and you say exciting to watch, was seeing Nick, F, Nick A30 and One Shot Girl, when they were facing Tifu and Cloaksy, get 53 oh, kills. 53 kills. Like, tied the world record I heard. They tied it. Yeah, so on PC, I think Nick Merck still owns the record on console for 55 kills in a squad, and I, I think that was like an actual full it. squad game. But that was on console. You know, people put the asterisk on console. Um, from what I understand, um, I could be wrong yep. with my facts as well, but that's from what I understand. But still, 53 kills, and it was super right. entertaining to watch. Um, I, I was going to say, I watched, I, so I caught that one live. It was crazy because they didn't realize they were on a you know, a kill record right. until the very end where they're like, wait a second, dude, you got 18, you got 13. You got yeah. Oh, like yeah. we just busted a record. Like how much do we have? And uh, yeah, it turned out to be like just an incredible game that happened organically. They weren't chasing it. It was just that chasing the competition, that neck and neck feel of, man, we got to get more kills for this tournament, right? right? This, this UMG event. And it turned into be world record, uh, you know, material. So that shows you how much uh, craziness. There's a really, madness. there's a really cool video Nick A30 put together from everybody's perspective. Perspective, yep. And it was a, it's a really cool video. And that dude is just unbelievable. But uh, yeah, watching him, watching him play, and watching him put that together was really fun. So guys, go check out that video as well if you want to catch up on some of the stuff from there. Um, last thing on the community side, we got the pro am tournament this week. What is y'all's pick? I want to know who's your pick. Who who are you guys going with? You know, are you are you are you are you going with you know Ninja and Marshmallow? Who 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 is your pick? Are you you know I, Lupo's not Lupo's actually casting. He won't be in the event. Yeah, yeah, he'll be casting. He'll be casting right, it, right. so he won't be in it. Uh, but there's a ton of other names. Obviously, the over the past couple of weeks, we've been getting more and more names. But do you guys have any favorites? Anybody sticking out for you already that you're looking forward to? I I, I got some favorite pros and some favorite celebs. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> hard to lie, but it's like. You know, people that like, like I said, who, who inspired me to start the whole thing, like Markiplier. I know he's in it. I was very surprised to see he was in it. And uh, of course, I want to root for the guy, but uh, it, you know, <laughs> I'll be rooting for him. <laughs> but, there you go. 
I guess I'm looking towards, I guess, like, I guess this isn't very like unique, but like Ninja and Marshmallow, like you said, was like one of the people that caught my eye that I'm actually probably going to be expecting right. to do very well or win. But uh, if, if you want to go with like a personal fave or like maybe an underdog, I guess I would say Markiplier's group. All right. Uh, I, I would say, um, I, I've, so I've watched, uh, you know, myth clutch out some duos on a solo competitive setting before. Yeah. So I'm going for, uh, I think, I think he's paired up with Paul George. It's kind of a, it's a powerhouse, <laughs> you know, that's a powerhouse team right there. So uh, that's, uh, that is going to be Paul pretty, that is going to, that's going to be pretty fun to watch for sure. I think a yeah, lot, there's yeah. going to be a lot so of interesting I'm, combos. I'm going for the it's be, combo. And, I, and I got it, Mark. I was just going to say back in the day when we did the Fortnite friendlies, the duos that Epic would host, like I said, we we've watched myth come out and, and carry a random one when, when he lost his teammate early on. So I think, you know, poor George, if you, if you can't keep up brother, I think myth's got your back on this one. So we'll, we'll see how that kind of unfolds. I, I'd say I got to mark them on my phone. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I think what we talked about a few weeks ago, monster seeing the connection between the pro players and the pros, you know, or the, or the, yeah, the famous people. I'm interested in the the call outs. It, it's going to be so <laughs> right. funny. It's going to be a blast to watch. You know, Summit be yelling at Kenneth Farad like, ah, you on know. A, <laughs> on, a, on a cool note, I'll get to watch that live. By the way, so I'm going to be at E3, guys. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you rub it all on my face? Well, hey, you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited. I can't wait for it. I think it's happening on the 12th, if I'm correct. I'm, I might. No, that is correct. I think it's Tuesday the 12th. So uh, we'll definitely have to catch that and see. Well, let's go ahead and talk about this week's uh, most recent update, the content update uh, version 4.3. Content update version 4.3 this past week. Uh, we got the bouncer trap, which has been just incredible to watch what everybody's been doing that. We got the shotgun changes coming in. Uh, the spike trap damage came back. I guess you cried enough, monster, that they brought it back. Okay, you can stop <laughs> crying about the damage. Uh, and then, dude, dude. Uh, you know, moment of silence, if we can, real quick for jetpacks that are going to be gone tomorrow. All right, that's about long enough. And then uh, <laughs> llama change. Uh, this uh, llama changes came. We got some storm damage changes. Let's run through these real quick. But before we do that, what we got today was the thermal scope assault rifle coming soon. Oh, the new high powered assault rifle makes it easier to find enemies. And I know exotic, you were trying to explain to people that somehow didn't understand that thermal scopes have been in like almost every game in the world um, on, <laughs> on, on your stream like earlier today. Gotta... <laughs> yeah, they did not understand what a thermal was. And you're like, yes, they tell you to pick it up in almost every Call of Duty. And uh <laughs> And so why, why don't you explain for maybe those people that also don't know what a thermal scope is, what we're getting here, Exotic. So like, I mean, it, the thermal scope is going to allow you to basically like, it's kind of like a night vision, but not really. It's more of like a heat signature pickup. So basically you have somebody camping in a bush in Fortnite, right? Now, if you just, instead of like shooting at all the bushes and making a bunch of noise, if you got a thermal scope, you can just pop it on that bush. See that guy camping in that little sucker and just take him out, dude. Yeah. It's going to be awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm excited to see what kind of, there might be some things I'm not thinking of either. There's probably going to be some really cool things. Like uh, there's gaps in the wood. When you build with wood, there's gaps. So, you know, sometimes you're looking for players and their structures and in their towers, to see if somebody's camping, run a thermal scope through it. You might be able to see them mm -hmm. through the cracks in the wood. So and there's probably some that makes me think, about. would there be a benefit now to, to, to farm more metal because metal doesn't have the cracks in it? 
So I don't think anything's going to make me far more metal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather they just see me, dude. Yeah, it's just me. Yeah. Uh, Definitely want to talk about that. Uh, the, the supplies when you get to it. But. Are, are you are you stoked about that though, uh, Monster? Are you stoked about the thermal scope? Uh, yeah. I mean, so for those of you guys out there, some people play PVE. There's a weapon called the Tiger Scope. I'm pretty sure it's the same weapon just brought down into the normal game. So as far as I can tell, when you look down the scope, things are going to appear normal. But if there's a player there, they're going to hit that glowing signature. So. The game's not going to look weird aiming down the scope. It's a legendary rarity to the uh, uh, ACOG rifle that's already in the game, which, by the way, is used at competitive levels. So I'm assuming this new heat signature style, you know, legendary scoped weapon is going to have a little bit more damage. So I, I think we need a legendary variety, and uh, I, I'm, I'm excited for the variant. I think it's going to be a really good touch to the game. Yeah, I'm, I always love when they bring new weapons in. It's always fun. To see yeah, him, you it's know. always fun <laughs> it, it's it's always a good time so this week in in version 4.3 as i mentioned we got the bounce traps for everybody out there that doesn't know uh or you haven't had a chance to play this week you get the rare trap it's a rare trap drops in stacks of three uh, i'm really glad that they dropped these in stacks of three instead of stacks of one yeah. um to really allow people to play with them and allow the community to play with them what do you guys think the best use of these are so far i've seen like people building up and then bouncing off of them to project them away from storm uh, obviously some crazy moves and like final kills, you know, like baiting people. Remember how we used to like bait people in with the, with the jump pads and the spike right, traps. Right. And now they're baiting people to like bounce around a structure. Like it's just been insane. But like, what's your personal favorite use you've seen so far? I've got a couple interesting things that I try to do. Now I didn't get this to work because the player didn't do it, but you remember how they used to do the, uh, the spike trap towers, right? You would have a launch pad, you'd set it up, you'd bait them. They jump on the launch pad and fly up. Well, I found a game where I had 13 spike traps and I had about like 12 jump pads. So I was like, okay, fine. Last guy, last guy's a bot. So what I did is if, now I don't know who knows about this, but basically if you have, it always pushes up. If you have a wall on your left and a wall on your right and you have two jump pads between them, it will always force you up. So what I did is I made a tower vertically and it was just layered both sides with jump pads with spike traps at the top. So all the player had to do was walk in, try to grab the gun, hit that first jump pad, and it sent him all the way to the top and killed him with the spike traps. Tried it, tested it. It worked on me, but I can't obviously kill myself. <laughs> and the guy, <laughs> the guy didn't quite take the bait, so I ended up taking him out. But I'm hoping somebody else out there that hears this tries it for me because it's very hard to get somebody to fall for it. It's a lot harder than getting somebody to jump on a jump pad. I, I I've also I saw one where Nick uh like actually. Or Nick A30. Yeah, I think he pulled it off. Yeah, yeah he did. He pretty, he, he, actual tower? Yeah, he, he had them bounce up, and then they came to a wall, and he beat the wall down and put up another wall as soon as they came through <laughs> yeah. and put a jump pad on it, and it I'll, shot them through. I'll have to look at that. I did not uh, – I haven't seen that. But uh, another thing I've seen – now, like I said, with the viewer scrims, I learned a lot from that. I have saw a player use it in a unique way where a lot of times if you lose the high ground – some people's answers, there's an answer where you can fight back for the high ground, but one, some people's answers is to turtle to bring the player back down. And then once they come back down, then you try and retake that. You're resetting the build fight. I saw one guy today, he lost the high ground to a person in top three, turtled, baited the guy down, and just when he got close enough, he edited a hole in his roof, put a jump pad down, bounced up, placed another wall and had walls go up with his turbo build as he was bouncing out, hit another one and jumped maybe like three stories in a second and flew right above the guy's head. He died, 
but <laughs> it was it was brilliant. It yeah. was genius. Like if, if you do it right, that was that would have worked. Like it was. I've seen some neat things with the jump pads. Obviously, the big difference between that and the original, you know, having it as a jump pad, which I now they call it a bouncer bouncer trap, is that before right. you could only put it on the floor as a jump pad. Now you can put this on the wall, the right. ceiling, wherever you want to put it. Um, yeah, I, I look at the uh, the bouncers as like pretty much like impulses in the pocket, which are really effective, especially for me. I, I save them for the storm. So putting it on the flat wall, you jump right into it. It'll bounce you really far. Um, oh, yeah. And you can use that to reposition in, in fights. Like if you get yourself caught by a team, you could bounce off real quick and disengage or, you know, use it to reposition, push your way up the mountains really fast and stuff like that. So I, bouncer I want to see, I want to really see a monster cool. D phase video on trap uses. Like that's what I want to see. <laughs> uh, gonna, I, 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 might, I might have to touch on this one to make sure you guys are doing it right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like how to, you know, maybe how to disengage in a fight with a trap, how to get out of storm with a yeah, trap. Yeah. No, they're, they're really, they're really cool for that. Yeah. And, and then there, there's no shortage of them because when you find them, you find you know a hefty stack. And typically, if you drop someone with a couple, they'll probably have like six or so as well. So you can use them without you know the fear of like running out most of the time. It's really nice. I think I've said it a million times. Any way I can traverse the map quickly is fun, right? It's a yeah. fun thing. Right. Yeah. Impulse nades, launch pads, bouncer pads. Even the jetpack was fun at first. I get it. I get it. The pro at scene first. doesn't like it. <laughs> But it, but it's it's still fun, right? To to be able to maneuver yeah. around any way you can create uh, a way for a player to maneuver around quicker has been fun. Uh, it would have been nice to jetpack forward. <laughs> hey, just it, lay down on it. Yeah, yeah, just lay down and shoot forward like the Rocketeer. Uh, we had uh, obviously a big one this week was shotgun changes, um, and Oof. this this was this was pretty big. I think at least I thought it was pretty big. That the the pump shotgun headshot multiplier reduced from two point five to two percent or two point oh, and the damage reduced from ninety to ninety five, from eighty to eighty five, and the tactical shotgun shotgun uh, headshot multiplier reduced from two point five to two point zero. Uh, obviously, they go on. They talk about the consistency of shotguns. They're working to figure out a way to keep making shotguns more consistent. They still feel like they're too overpowered. I think the gist the gist of this message from Epic was shotguns are still too strong. And they want some to see some other gameplay. How do you guys feel, especially in the pro scene? How do you feel about the change coming to shotguns and and what Epic's uh, message has been to this point? Monster and I have discussed this actually recently about our uh, about like how the shotguns work. If you'd like to inform them on that, Monster. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, for me, I, I had mixed feels on it. Of course, changing something like when you're changing like tweaking things that people weren't complaining about like this is obviously a hot topic a really fiery topic on the surface i thought they were going to change the way pellets were dealt as well like the entire you know hit scan and all that kind of stuff but they didn't so with the nerf to the shotguns i see what they're trying to do they want to bring a little bit more variety yes running pump with like a lmg or smg now has definitely become a lot more viable that's because the shotgun changes are that like strong right like it really has affected the 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 way things have changed and so the way i felt on it on the surface at first i thought it was going to be like fair and and balanced but playing with it man i I find so many times i'm I'm hitting these shots they're not doing big damage you're really just like chipping away slowly so yeah you have to be a lot more cautious in these fights now which kind of is unfortunate because they didn't really change the way the gun works at all they just changed the output so they, yeah, they change the defensive style you have to play. Right, right. You really have to be a lot more cautious. You're not just like brute forcing your way through for having like really good accuracy or you know pinging players down with the double shotguns anymore. You have to either build a lot more now or get ex- like pretty much kind of like lucky with big crits consistently, which 
obviously has always been a problem. Like I think instead of like nine damage, we see like six and fours now. It's right. And I, <laughs> and I enjoy the, uh, the aspect of being able to outbuild my opponent and focus more and, you know, like a person who doesn't know how to build can't just get away with a clean, you know, get out of jail free card as monster has said before it was just a clean one pump. Right. There's a lot more building. The problem is shotguns. I always felt now this may not be like what a lot of people think, but I always felt that shotguns were close range weapons in a game to prevent somebody, you know, if you got a good shot like that from taking massive damage during a fight up close, like you can, kill your opponent without like leaving the fight injured to get cleaned up or like having to hunt down heels and stuff like that. You want to be able to get away with a clean fight if you're the better player. So a lot of it is lowering the damages. I can, I can see where they're going with it, but I like monster said, I really agree with like working on the pellets. Cause right now, if you take uh, a semi-automatic shotgun in the lobby, I've done this plenty of times and you just shoot up at the sky, take a look at where those pellets are going. It is unbelievably random. And I wish even if it's if you want to keep it random for casual players, so they don't feel like they're always getting one pump by better players, stuff like that. Make it just a little tighter because I was in a fight today and it's just the worst feeling in the world when somebody only shows you their face and you headshot them and do nine damage twice when they're within a foot of you. And it just, it's oh, a terrible man. feeling. I, I love the meme that came out from the NBA finals where it's like LeBron <laughs> and, and oh, dude, it was so funny. And they have a shotgun and it's like nine damage. And he's like, what's going on? It's great. It's, it's great. It's, it's so bad. The inconsistency is so bad. It's even getting pulled over into like, you know, main right. media. It's, it's crazy. Um, I, I, I'm I'm interested to see where they go with it. I think this is like the first step, right? They always do things in steps. And they've gone back. They can go back and fix it or, you know, negate what they've done because they did that for you, monster, in traps, right? We had <laughs> we had trap damage yeah, right. go down to 75 damage and you you yelled and screamed and they heard you and they evaluated it and they brought it back up to 100 150 damage, right? And spikes are fire bro right now. but they, it was fire. they 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 said so much that they're sorry to you monster that it was 125 before <laughs> they've took it to one 150 now they gave you 25 more damage than you previously they put, they put had. sugar on the coating right yeah. what's funny is they've never they've never played with the 100 range they went from 125 to 75 to 150 they never played with that that smooth 100 range which is straight down the middle half of someone's hp yeah nope. full buff board, by the way uh for anyone out there that doesn't know if you hide it underneath your own ramp it'll still go through or if you place it on the floor underneath as long as your planks are the one like keeping it hidden it'll do right. 150 damage through the plank so and it's fun when it's metal too and you can't see through the metal you ramp so so just say that one more time so people understand what you're doing with so traps if you, if you if you put the trap down whether it be on the floor or a wall and you put your own ramp to cover that um it's if, even if it's hidden from sight where it looks like you know it won't go through it'll go through your own planks and do 100 like all full damage to anyone that runs past it so you can actually trap it like a really nice trap where people can't can't see it so it's it's in a very strong place right now do you think do you think the trap should react like if if you have your ramp over it and once it does activate to kill somebody that it breaks that ramp so at one point it did that where it didn't break the ramp but it definitely wouldn't pierce through your own ramps if it was uh covered right. and right now in the game it won't it won't pierce through enemy ramps but it'll pierce through your own one so I mean, I guess they messed around with it where it would block B or be blocked by your own ramps. And now they've come to the conclusion where, hey, if it's there, it's going to go through it as long as it's, uh, you know, 
friendly planks basically so spike traps are back they're they're really good right now well as we mentioned one thing that's not coming back after tomorrow at 8 a.m is the jetpack it's gone everybody if this is june 11th if you're if this is june 12th and you're like where's my jetpack don't worry it's gone you're not it's not coming back right now (laughs) bye later bittersweet bittersweet (laughs) well uh the other the other quick things that we had changes to which I wasn't asking for this one and talk about things that you don't ask for that they do is reducing the supply llamas. Like, I don't get this. Like they're so rare. There's three, there's three on the map at a time. Why they decrease it so much. Right. We're talking about keeping the casual community happy. The casual community is upset. Dude, I'm mad. Okay. This casual is mad. This man is. I I agree with removing the explosives. The explosives. Right. I I get that. I do not agree. I do not agree with the floor loot changes with lowering the stack from 30 to 20. I think it needs to be 50. They need to get that up there. It's yeah, it should. It, I think that should go up as well. It should be tedious for players to, to mine for three hours just to get into one good fight with one good player. Like I said, during viewer scrims, if I'm fighting a good player, it, it, you know, it, it's, it's hindering. You almost don't want to fight because if you get to a fight with a good player, if they don't have the mats to refill you after that fight, you better start grinding trees, man, because it is just there's not enough to go around like there used to be. Well, that, and that's my main thing that I'm upset about is they decrease the stack materials from 500 to 200 per resource. Not even, not even half. Not even they half. Not even, they just went yeah, and took them. Than they just went and yeah, took them. Uh, um, pretty, pretty drastic change. That, 1500. That was a blind side. That was a blind from, side. From 1500 to 600. Yeah. Here's here's what I think, by the way. Um, for balance reasons, I think squads should respectively have a full llama, 500 each. Maybe duos, nerf it down to 300, and then solos keep it at two. Uh, because in solos, it's good enough for yourself. But like when you're in squads, you find a llama, two, two, two is really only good enough yeah. for you. And if you start, you know, piecing that off to your teammates, it's it's almost as if you guys didn't find anything. You, you found know? some floor loot. So, you found some floor stacks. Right, kind of how they did for the ammo crates, where each yeah. class yeah. has its own balance number. I think the llama, they really got to fix that. Yeah, fix the llama, like the traps, the just like Monster said. Fix the llama. <laughs> fix the llama. Okay, so then we had uh, damage fall off versus structure removed for rifles, SMGs, pistols, and LMGs. Do you yeah, want? I, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about this monster and what effect this has? The damage fall off. Yeah, so before the damage fall off affected structure. So now when you battle at a distance, your AR is going to carry the full, if it does 33 damage, across the map when it hits the wood planks, it'll continue to do 33 damage. It doesn't have the damage fall off, which is great because, you know, ammo, the, you know, ammo economy is already pretty, you know, fickle. It's it's really hard to get a lot of medium ammos in some situations. So being having that you know additional pack a punch especially at long range just to really keep that pressure down on your opponents i think it's pretty cool yeah for sure i'm i'm i uh i like to see how they're you know trying to different things out i think right yeah i think that was a good balance like that was a good buff to the ar uh giving it that sweet spots where damage fall off is cool because you know long rangers shouldn't be able to laser beam players but at least you have that pressure when you're, you know, you have the upper hand over your opponent. So as we've talked about for a few weeks, and after you convinced me, and then I tried it out, C4 obviously massively oh, amazing. Did you? It got yeah. even better from 400 yeah, yeah, to 600 even... in the explosive radius. I mean, dude, what are they doing? This thing is amazing I, now. I don't know. To the but, point uh, where they they banned it in pro they banned it in pro scrims. It's gotten too powerful. Yeah. It, you can't play with it in competitive <laughs> setting at the moment. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's strong with four C four. You can bring down the entire you know tower and tilted tower, the main one. You hit pretty much one in each main room, and it's over. Everything blows. I think it's uh, one point five tiles in every direction, up, down, left, and right. So it's pretty wow. crazy. Well, the last big one is the storm change, and so uh, this was teams of twenty storm change adjusted. So I guess it's not really that big as far as regular, but I'm, I, it makes me wonder if they're thinking about changing storm damage and squads and solos and duos. I don't know. Uh, but they, they, they did quite a bit of change. They, the storm circle one damage per tick decreased from 10 to 1. Uh, yeah. Circle storm decreased on, on circle 2 from 10 to 20. Circle 3, 10 to 4. And circle 4, 10 to 8. Um, obviously, this does... I think go towards more of the casual scene. Like you guys talked about, we we've talked about for 50 versus 50 and twenties, right? Our kids are right. playing them monster, you know? And so yep. I think obviously this, this definitely helps out with, with that group of people. I know my son always be dying in storm. I'm like, bro, you gotta run, <laughs> man. You gotta stop dying in storm. Uh, you know, but um, you know, I, I'm interested to think like, are, are they doing any, um, you know, uh, adjusting to what, storm does and these other normal do you guys think that there's any need to adjust what storm damage does currently maybe even increase it or decrease it in squad solos and duos i i personally don't think that there's a need to uh change the storm damage too much i think what if anything needs to be added is a new mechanic to where uh, the storm deteriorates structures when it hits those final you know stages by final stages i mean like five tick and above because in five tick storm you can only make it off if you are over 50 HP, which is pretty hard to do anyway. So if you're in that five tick, you're, you're, you're going to pay for it. But uh, for competitive reasons, maybe in a competitive setting, I think that the structures should deteriorate to remove players from, because uh, it's crazy. You will have 20 players in a very tight. Right. <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so some, some uh, changes there but for, for the general pace of the game the field of the game no i think the storm's in a good place and hopefully they don't do anything too weird with it hmm. well that's gonna sum it up for this week's update guys for version uh 4.2 or 4.3 whatever we are on now um obviously if you guys have any questions feel free jump in both these guys streams during the week ask them what's going on ask them how they feel about it and make sure that you're you're you know obviously supporting monster on youtube and going to his but i'll also exotic tell us where everybody can find you every week uh if they want to come join you and check out your stream and your content right so i stream every single day like i said i don't take days off uh the only reason i take days off is for emergencies like extreme stuff so basically saturday and sunday it's always the same 11 a.m to 11 p.m eastern these are all in eastern times 11 a.m to 11 p.m 12 hours saturday and sunday is viewers crims that's where you guys can meet the community uh, get to play some games with me, get practice, stuff like that. As for Monday through Friday, I usually do maybe a four-hour stream in the morning, a little bit later at night. With recent events, I won't be streaming as much at night. I'm trying to spend those with my family. So you'll definitely catch me very consistent in the mornings, nights here and there, but you'll find me all the time throughout the week. So just uh, check, stop on by, and you, you'll be able to find me. And Monster, you want to go ahead and throw out yours, yours as usual? Yep, at Monster D Face, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. This week I'll be gone from the live stream scene, so don't stop by the Twitch stream. I won't be there, but Boo. you can definitely find my content on Boo. YouTube. And <laughs> I'll uh, be there. I have 
right, right. I have uh, I have videos set up to schedule release throughout the week while I'm gone. So working really hard today to get all that content for the whole week. But I will have content for the entire week. So catch you guys on YouTube and Twitch and uh, Twitter. Sorry at monster face guys and definitely be watching monsters monsters uh twitter during the week he'll be releasing some information about maybe what's going on on the fanatic side huh what you're doing over there with the the tryouts and taking some pictures different things like that yeah it's it's gonna be a pretty uh pretty jam-packed week definitely a lot of media stuff going on that's gonna be posted on twitter so if you guys are interested in following e3 and maybe the booths and stuff like that find me there and I'll, I'll be sending out all types of photos and I'll take suggestions. And if you're at E3, go find Monster at the Fanatic booth. Yeah, you'll definitely see me at E3 if yeah. you guys are in the LA area. So go go hang out. And what were you going to say, Exotic? Oh, I was just going to say, don't forget the Twitter is at Exotic underscore Chaotic. Okay. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not on no, no, absolutely. You can find me there. That's where you'll find information. Well, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, make sure that you rate us on iTunes. Uh, shout out to everybody that's already given us uh, a shout out. We are going to be reading those here probably next week. Uh, just depends on how it all fits in. Uh, and then also thank you to everybody that's uh, sent us emails. You know, as always, th- we, we appreciate your insight, what you guys have to say. If you have any questions, any topics you want us to cover, make sure you send those over to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com. And that's where you can also file all your complaints or tell, you know, me or Monster that we're absolutely crazy. Either one. Uh, but, guys, thank you so much. We hope you enjoyed it. Follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Too Loud TX, T W O L U D T X. Monster D Face at Monster M O N S T E R D F A C E. And then Exotic Chaotic. Exotic is E X O T I C underscore Chaotic C H A O T I C. And, guys, as always, and until next time, Dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.